What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. Yeah, I think Cheerios are still hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. I honestly thought it was much later. I'm so impressed with myself today. I mean, don't get too excited. Let me just get me and me in frame here. There we go. That's really, that's something, huh? Two of me? Hey. Can you handle that? Oh, yeah. There you are in profile. Smoking the marijuana. Can I show Smoking you? Weeds. Such a bad girl. Look at this. Is that a, uh, is that a war wound that you have? For those of you who aren't watching, which, by the way, if there's video available, why aren't you watching? I don't know if you know this, but Tully and I are both B models. I'm an A. Tully's coming up on an A with the quarantine beard that he's his. I no longer put effort into my look look. Ironically, for men, it ends up looking really nice. Let me finish so I can so I can land the compliment. I can wait. I was going to say your haphazard laziness has turned into, you know, you looking like a very nice gentleman. Wait, thank See, you. there's the compliment. Well, I, uh, the thing that I took umbrage with was the, the lack of attention to, to my appearance, because it turns out beards are more in this modern era. Beards are a lot more work than no beards. Why just yesterday I did a tri-level trim of my own facial hair for the first time in my entire life. You know, I I'm caught up on the fact that you said era and I heard nothing after that because I it know. just infuriated me. It infuriated me. I was born. One, I was born. I was born 100 years too late. I would have been fucking. You really huge. were. You should have been. You should have been around during the black plague. Dude, I would have been huge in prohibition. Oh my God. You would have been amazing in prohibition. Are you kidding me? Fucking you, in any chance for you to wear like a stirrup, or like a newsy cap mm-hmm. and where you can do th- these things like on the stirrups and kind of like shoes, rock mister. on your heels. A nickel. I tell you. Um, speaking of infuriated, I want to tell you what happened. And you tell me if I misread things. So I went out last night with a fella. Oh, no, just wait. Um, it's not that exciting. No, it, it was it was fun. But uh, would you describe it as a date? This is where I need your help as a yeah. man, which even though you've been off the market for some time, you're still a guy and you, the, you know, you're I'm, close I'm friends the, with. I'm the best you've got at your disposal at the moment. So yes, I'll you're, you're all I have. <laughs> a reasonable facsimile of a man. You're all I have. Um, so this guy and I had hooked up years ago and it was great. Only once, only once have we like been intimate together and we've kept in touch. I've known him for years. I've known him for years. Can um, I pry a, can I pry a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, ask away. You hooked up once years ago, and it was great. Mm-hmm. This was a this was a one off thing. Yeah, after knowing How? each other for a while. Okay, okay. Oh, oh. So you, you were you were friends, and then something happened. A couple glasses of Chardonnay. Yeah, exactly. The sun, it was actually the, even more planned than that. Him and I had known have known each other for about fifteen years. We hooked up about five years ago. The moon looked was beautiful in your eyes that night. Yes, the moon. It was a full moon. You were on a beach in Maryland. It off of my auburn eyes absolutely okay so ovulating so if 
it was because you know we've all had these they're great that's about as these are highlights of life these are like highlight real moments where you have these one-off things that just really really click so there's only really typically two or three reasons why you would have a one-off with somebody that would go well but you wouldn't immediately segue into having at least a brief stab at a relationship see i've never had a one-night stand in my life i don't maybe i've missed out but I don't, no. it's just not my thing. And and even being a bartender, you would think I would have bagged a bunch of those, but never, they always, it was either like a build up to something and then we evolved or it happened and then it evolved, like whatever, however it would um, transpire. It would in my, never in, be just. In, yeah. In, in my experience, there's way more lows than highs and way more regrets than than yeah. good feelings and awkwardness but the the handful of good ones are like as good as it gets you know what i mean right well thank you for letting me know that i've missed out on no i don't i don't think that you uh, what would you oh, say excuse about- me tali i didn't know you were such a whore in your single world <laughs> oh yeah it's as good as it gets you loser too bad you didn't too bad you weren't a slut like mike i rock so hard tully look let me put it to you this way let me put it to you this way you could drink an entire bottle of jack daniels tonight and there's a 90% chance you'll totally regret it. And there's right. a 10% chance that you're going to have this crazy night and all this awesome shit will happen. Is drinking a whole bottle of Jack Daniels a good idea? After the, these past couple years? Yeah. I'm going to say it's a pretty fucking good idea. Well, that's what one night stands are. Uh, in my experience. So I'm why? Being sarcastic. Obviously, I'm not being serious. It's never mm-hmm. a good idea. And, and you're drink. right. It, it, is, it is the entire bottle equivalent of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You're never. You're not going to feel good. It's not good for your body, your mind, or your soul. Um, mm-hmm. And here's there's there's a, there's a lot to take out of the suitcase. I'm going to stop saying unpack because someone said something about unpacking. It was actually on Smartless. <laughs> I think Will Arnett made fun of unpacking, and so I said to myself, well, "I'm going to start saying I'm going to take things out of the suitcase." So there's a lot to take out of the suitcase. Way better. Um, please listen to Smartless. It's a great podcast. <laughs> Yeah, if you're not doing anything right now, go listen to Smartless. Yeah, if you guys are listening to this, immediately go to Smartless. <laughs> um, so we're like fella, those, you know, those little fishes that hang out on like the, shark. the sharks or whatever, yeah. and just eat yeah. shit off the side of them. That's what mm-hmm. this podcast is to Smartless. Exactly, we're the feeder fish for Smartless. So I would say, enjoy it. I would say, I hope they appreciate it, but I think we're on their radar about as much as those fish are on the great white sharks' radar. <laughs> You know what? You say that, but me blabbing my mouth is going to get us on their radar. I'm convinced right. of it. All right. Um, Breathe it into existence. I'm going to. I, I I am a master manifester. It's something that I've done since I've been a child. And almost every mm-hmm. single thing that I've meditated on or have tried to conjure, I've yeah. manifested in my life. And it has never sort of revealed itself the way I would have imagined, but it always comes to fruition for some reason. I don't know what it is, if it's yeah. just a willpower thing or um right place right pl- right time i don't know but it it comes to fruition which is weird i think i'm a witch is what i'm saying i got really into manifesting seventh eighth grade <laughs> did you got got really out of control for a little while there but <laughs> you did you get were you evading the police was it I like just, catch me if you can because you're manifesting so many things constantly ducking off into the upstairs bathroom to manifest oh then... i get you you're me you're talking about masturbation they're similar words what a pervert. What a freaking pervert, Tully. It took 20 episodes for you to be a fucking pervert. So this guy, why did it? Okay. So, what happened um, after the first time? So, well, let me say, like, I was bartending and these fellas used to come in all the time. These two great British dudes. They worked at a marketing uh, office right down the street from where I used to bartend in Soho. One of them has since passed. R.I.P. Andy. And they we're talking about this fella that they thought we would be a good match with myself and this guy. And so they're like, we gotta all I got to all meet up. fella we'll for you. We, Hey lady. Hey, sweetheart. Listen, you're fella a lady. Needs a dame, you know? <laughs> so we, they organized for all of us to go out. So it wasn't so forced. It could be more casual. And I invited a, a friend of mine as well. I actually have photos of the night, which is even more bizarre. And this guy was just, he's so attractive. He's tall, dark hair. I mean, he's like 6'6", dark hair, working in the production industry, successful, motivated, 
respectful, well-spoken, educated. You think I fucking gave him the time of day? He was trying to date me. And I was like, wait, you weren't in jail and you're treating me with respect? How dare you? You know, what's up with that? Why do women do that when they're older than like 13? Well, I think for me, I know it's because of what I've experienced in the traumatic past that I've had. And, you know, we've spoke about it briefly, but being raped and, uh, you know, abused and all those sort of things, you start to equate the abuse as love. And so you're seeking that out. It becomes a cyclical, vicious cycle. And I'm aware of it and have worked through it and have gone to therapy and all of that. And it's something that I am very conscious of and, and self-aware of now as an adult even more so looking back and being like, and, and, and having a totally different experience of my past now, because I'm on this side of it, mm-hmm. like looking back and being like, Oh, that's not at all what I thought it was. Cause I'm experiencing it from this side as a human who's, um, how do they say it? Self actualized, self realized individual. Um, so he was so nice and I was not even having it. And well, it's got the heart. The heart wants what the heart wants, and you can't you can't think yourself into liking somebody or think yourself into disliking somebody, right? You can't. And you know, if the heart's been broken, the heart wants broken things, and that's, that's right. sort of what I was after for so long. Well said. And he uh, tried, and then we we kind of stayed in touch. You know, we did nothing happened initially when we first met. I was like, eh, not interested. And we just stayed in tough in touch. And actually, we were going to try and work on a project together because he works in a company that does these really great documentaries and very successful production company. And um, we just like reconnected. And I was living in New York and we never really saw each other in New York. And then I moved to L.A. and I was visiting New York one time five years ago. And we were just like, why have we never hooked up? And so we organized to just like, do you just want to have sex like, let's just have sex and see what it's like. So we go out to dinner, have sex. It's amazing. And then we don't talk. I mean, and then it was just, that was it. You know, we stayed in touch as friends, but nothing ever manifested out of it. But I also was living on a different coast and, you know, we're both in our own individual career chases and all that. So cut to, that's a little bit of the background. Do you have any questions? Well, just the observation that it's, you know, it, as much as we understand that men and women are wired differently. And as many times as I'm reminded of the specific ways in which that is, it'll never stop being crazy to me the way that women look at things compared to the way that I would look at things. If I meet someone and I'm physically attracted to them and I'm single, this whole like, Oh, Hey, why did we never, why do we never hook up? It's like, if I'm, if I'm physically attracted to someone and we're getting along, like I'm making, unless I have some weird shyness thing, I'm I'm making a move. This the thing you just described is the kind of stuff that I see in a movie that I go, well, that's great. They had to set the plot in motion, but nobody actually really does that shit. <laughs> enter me. <laughs> right, right. Not you. Don't enter no, me. I, like, no, I enter I, I understood, comma, yeah. me. There's a lot to unpack in that, but I'll let it flow. <laughs> so you're saying like what I'm describing isn't something that sounds like a co- like a commonplace scenario to you. Well, it sounds like something that I could imagine a woman planning doing. Um, I would be more more curious to know what the guy was thinking that whole time. Yeah, and, and not to say not to say that he necessarily like what the fuck was this guy thinking? He may have some perfectly good reason. It's just a little bit more unusual from from his point of view. And I say this as someone who. There are plenty of people where it's like, if I see an opportunity, I take it and I'll worry about the consequences later. I can think of, I can actually think of some opportunities, like believe it or not, where there was a attractive woman who I thought was giving me signals that she wanted to hook up where I'm like, eh, I'm going to see you at work. This is a bad idea. You know what? I'm just going to pass on this. And, and, and guys who I know are like, are who fucking cares about tomorrow? Right. Have sex <clears throat> with the beautiful woman and worry about it later. So even as a guy who's exercised that sort of, caution or whatever it's hard to me for me to understand what this guy was thinking because for me at least that was as simple as don't shit where you eat this guy if you guys had hooked up and then you'd gone all fucking you know ice pick on him he could have separated himself you know from you and got you out of his life right and uh, that's a really good you know that to me it's like i kind of not that i've been like what happened why didn't we get together afterwards because the proximity would have been an issue he's in new york i'm in la but still even then I was in a long distance relationship for 
two years. So I, that's that's something that I'm interested in as well because he is in LA for a couple of weeks now. Well, and also as a as a as a guy, that would not be the thing that I would be worried about. Is right. Like, the, oh, if a long distance relationship doesn't work out, well, there was still this somebody that I was attracted to that we had fun together. We had a really fun night together. That's the kind of shit that I think every guy is like. Oh, no, I've been hurt too many times. No, no, we'll worry about we'll worry about that later. We'll also, the idea out. of going out to dinner with somebody that I'm not in a relationship with where the sex is a foregone conclusion. That's a spicy evening. I don't know if I've ever oh, had it was one of those. It was the spiciest. Like, yeah, that's great. That's great. Just, it felt very adult. We had some history, uh, not enough. It, like we had a lack of history that made us intrigued about like what our connection was going to be like sexually yeah. and great conversation. Like our conversation's amazing and it was so fun it really was um and i am interested to know like why didn't we like what 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 happened after that so he's in la and he's been messaging we've been sort of keeping in touch and he and he asked me out to dinner like the night i got back and i couldn't i was busy i had two podcasts to record and i just was you know just getting in from a cross-country trip i'm like i'm too busy and so then he hit me up yesterday. He's like, would you want to get dinner tonight? And I said, sure. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, we're going to go on a date. <laughs> okay. What, he took you so, to Arby's? No, it's even better. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one of these girls that puts it all on display, but you, you know, I do like to play a little. So I had like my cleavage out a little bit and everything else was covered up. Just a little peek of the clavage. And in my makeup, you know, put an effort in, brushed my hair. I didn't wash it, but I brushed it. And yeah, you don't want him to think you're easy washing your hair. No, or whatever. I don't want him to think like right. he's that special. I'm showing mm -hmm. up with dirty hair. Yeah. And I hope you don't care. <laughs> and so I pick him up at his friend's house. He's like, how about you pick me up and um, we'll go from there. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go pick him up at his friend's house. And then he goes, he gets in the car and we hug, he gives me a kiss on the cheek. And, you know, this is my first time seeing him after we've hooked up. Which was and how many five years ago? About five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, we're talk. It's just like we're you know we're trying to catch up so fast with everything because we haven't seen each other. And he goes, "You don't mind if a toddler comes out to dinner, right?" And I thought he was kidding. And I was like, "No, bring a toddler, bring a six month old. I don't care. Bring the whole freaking family." And he laughs. He's like, "Oh yeah." And then the fucking family showed up to dinner. <laughs> When you say a family, a don't you don't yeah yeah no 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 okay 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 don't tell me because that could mean his uh, he also he only has one night and he wanted to see you but he also wanted to see his sister who's married with a kid uh, his uh, his dad has started a second family and came out with his mother in law and their child he could have brought out his baby mama and their toddler together he could be managing a toddler in beauty pageants and was trying to woo new clients no, that would have been the most likely scenario okay that would have been the most likely scenario so i just laid out like four or five of those it was it was none of those none of those all right lay it on me the house he was at he was at a children's birthday party and i think it was the people he's either staying with or He's with the people he's staying with and they all went over together. He leaves that house. That's where I pick him up from. And they leave that house. So he's just spending time with these people. He's It's the people he's staying with and their daughter who they were all just at a party together. So it's not like there's missed time or, you know, they um, need to, it, it's him trying to accommodate everybody. It's, I guess they were hungry and I'm in a now when I tell you I had cleavage showing, I didn't have a bra on and I had a V down below my cleavage. Okay, that's no more bra. than a little that's more than a little cleavage. Right. It's a little it's a more than a little cleavage. Yeah. And this that's wife side and husband and daughter show up. She's five or four. They were adorable. The family they were great people. Like honestly, we had fun, but still, I'm there with my tits out, just what the fuck is this? So these are friends 
of the, the people he's staying with in LA. Yeah, yeah, no, but, yeah but you don't just, uh, you, there's no, there's no his Airbnb. He's known for 20 years. The okay, guy the, he's been no, like, uh, yeah, it's right. his boy. It's like one of his boys mm-hmm. and his did, wife. Did, did, do you think the wife was wise to what was going on? I don't think anyone was wise to what was going on. Maybe that's I think maybe even the four-year-old probably was the only one who had an idea. Mm-hmm. I still don't know. That's why I was like, as I was getting ready, I'm like, I got to talk to Telly about this because it's so yeah. fucking, it's, it just happened last night and I haven't talked to any of my girlfriends. And I'll also, I'll also suffice for one of those. <laughs> I'm dumbfounded because on one hand I get it. I get going with the flow and being cool. But on the other hand, it's like, what the fuck, bro? What is this? Mm-hmm. Why am I out to dinner with your friends? And hey, like, let a bitch know ahead of time. Don't say it like it's a joke getting into the car. Yeah, no, this is, see, now this is more relatable male behavior. Total oblivion. Okay. Because he's not trying to send you a message or anything. He not, wasn't, he didn't think in the slightest. No, he didn't think in the slightest, which is also kind of all right let's let, wait, let's back up a little bit so after you had your uh one night of torrid romance what um what has i don't know how to say this has he like, acted like that happened or like that didn't happen in your communication since then uh, neither hmm. neither of us have acted like it was a thing really so because to me, if you go, if you go, hey, we've we've been friendly, like uh, on paper, it all works. Let's have sex and see what happens, and then you do. And at least from your, if you think it was amazing, he at least thinks it was okay. I would assume. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't. I I can see how you have the friendship, and maybe the guy. Because in my experience, if there's a girl that on paper it works, and I'm not, and I'm, and I keep her in the friend zone or whatever, I have my. I have my reasons and I'm thinking of one particular instance where there was somebody that I was like, I kind of almost felt like I had to, we were getting along so well and we were out and she just stayed over. We literally talked to like five o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I'm like, I can't Why'd you whisper just... that. You don't want your wife to come down and stab you in the eye. No, I'm like, I don't, I don't think this person subscribes <laughs> to our, our Patreon. I just I always have this weird feeling about, you know, what might get back to people or whatever. So whispering and is the way you're going to exactly make sure it it. cool. Cool. That's she was, cool. she was hard of hearing. We were up late talking because it was very, very hard for us to communicate. She okay. could barely form words. Right. And I mean, it, was, it got to the point where I felt like it was more awkward to not hook up than it was to. Because you, know you guys I mean? had just connected so much, you felt like this was just the natural progression. I was like, I know what she's expecting me to do, and I feel like it would be. I kind of choked. I'd be like breaking her. I don't. I don't want to get into it, but it had been somebody that I'd really wanted to. I was really, really attracted to years before, and then we reconnected, and we really did have. We had more of the mental thing than the physical thing at that point, right? You know, well, it's also like the job of the individual to set sort of the boundaries and the desires for themselves. You can't ever, you know, it's that old saying of expectations lead to disappointments and Mm. and assumptions lead to disappointments, both those things. So I'm not saying I'm in any place to like have a relationship with this individual, but I also, there's some like real gray area we're entering because I think in my place right now in life, I want to go out on dates and I want to be treated like a lady. Hell yeah. And I can't assume that he knows that. And so last night makes sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense because he, in his mind, he's like, oh, whatever. That's cool. But she's cool. She won't mind because I haven't let him know. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. And, 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 and how are you supposed to do that? Are you supposed to say, yes, I, yes, I would love to go out to dinner with you. But just so you know, you are talking to Ms. JMP right now and Ms. JMP gets crab legs if you take her out to yeah. dinner. Like, and, I don't know. That, that, like, also, we don't also order off for the kids' menu. I feel like I shouldn't have to preface... No, you shouldn't. The you evening... Shouldn't. This is my whole gripe. I shouldn't have to preface the evening with, hey, I'd love to see you, but can no kids show up? I, I feel no, like I of shouldn't right. have to say that. Of course you're right. And so I kind of feel like it was a little bit of a dick move. 
Maybe yeah. maybe dick move is the wrong word. Look, I'm 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 bad about I'll try to see both I'll bend over backwards to try to see both sides of things. The vast majority of people, particularly women who are listening to this right now, are like screaming yes at you right now. Yeah. I'm at least trying to see where the wiggle room might be for him. If I just first of all, if I'm hanging out with anyone and I'm a grown-up and they're a grown-up and then they decide they want to involve other people like at this point in my life like i'm so picky i'm very 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 happy being in my house by myself yes if i 100%. actually decide to leave my house to hang out with you yes. and you even want to bring your buddy who everybody loves this guy makes every night better you need to clear that with yes. me or else i'm not saying it's 50 percent i'm not saying it's a dick move but it's something that i will hold against you until this person exceeds any expectations from what because i don't want to fucking get to know a stranger i want we just end up talking about our jobs i don't care about my job i don't care about your job i don't want to talk right. about it you know and that's what if we did were, everyone talked about their fucking jobs and i'm there with course. my tits out like what is happening right. is this like a crash am i being it felt like one of those camera shows where it's like for women in their late 30s you sure <laughs> you really want to settle down and like yeah. you get bamboozled by a couple and the kids screaming and you're like i don't want kids i don't want marriage and so like that's the grown-up level if somebody's going to bring their kid along that one th i don't care if you guys are total like bros like you clear lady, it, right? lady bros you clear bringing a child of course and me that him throwing it on me when i pick him up yeah that's not clearing it. It's too late. That's not me. clearing it. And him kind of like, and I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Right. Because it and, fucking and was so, in a way. <laughs> and so afterwards, this is, this is the only reason why I, I talk about this shit with you and Carly, because these are Patreons and it's not a public podcast. <laughs> I know. Until it is. <laughs> until it, I know. Shit, fuck it. Who cares? Um, the one, the one that I did, that I did that thing with, she, she left, she left the jewelry. You know, the move. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I, may, I fucking invented the move. Hoop earrings. Amateurs. I'm going to put she a left. clit ring under your pillow. <laughs> she left the jewelry. Wow. Sucked. Oh, no. Were you seeing somebody? No. She, but she just, just came wasn't. back for her jewelry? Of course she wanted to come back for her jewelry. And did she want to just come by on her way to work? No, of course she wanted to come by and get it when she had some time to hang. And I really, I, I, I like her. I, I adore her. It just wasn't. It wasn't oh, in the cards. God. The thought of a woman doing that with you makes me so uncomfortable. What? Just Desi desire des desiring me sexually. Yeah, makes me really. <laughs> hey, everybody! This episode of the Deuce is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, I know there's a lot of stigma around therapy and few of you out there might have thought about getting it and you feel like it might be kind of weird. And sure, it's weird to talk about your feelings, but let me tell you as somebody who has experienced therapy in all different forms, it is so helpful. I know for myself personally, I've needed help getting out of my own way. And also I've needed help with a lot of different life struggles that have come up. I've dealt with the pandemic and I've dealt with the loss of both of my parents and my own stresses in my personal life, I couldn't have done it without some sort of therapy. And this time of year can be a lot. Family and political conversations and emotional conversations and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about all of that. And if you're like me, you struggle to figure out how to deal with all of it sometimes. Well, that's where therapy comes in. It can truly be a bright spot. It can help you feel grounded and give you the tools you need to manage everything that's going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, that's a pretty good sign that you probably should. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your life, your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deuce today, D-E-U-C-E, -E, to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Deuce. Oh, my God. Okay, so can I tell you? So he texts <laughs> me right after. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Ooh, let me get my popcorn. Okay, text me right after. This is you and I becoming closer friends, by the way, because we would be doing this if we weren't podcasting. Right. We're bonding over a common enemy. This is how human beings become <laughs> friends. Common <I'm> enemy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, great seeing Lil, L-I-L, 
doggy. Not even a fully <laughs> grammatically correct sentence. Dude, I would be meant. I would what? be upset if Snoop Dogg sent me that text message. And I said, Did you see a dog on the way to your car? Like I was uh-huh. like, what? Who's mm-hmm. And then I said, thanks for feeding me because I'm going to return the energy. I'm going to return the energy. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you can feed me next time. (laughs) And then asked if I'm going to cook for him. And I said, meth. Yeah. So we're we're going down this path. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't know that you're that there's any heat on what you're saying to him. Right. There wasn't even any heat on what I was saying. I there just you know, he doesn't he, do, he he doesn't know from your text that everything is not still cool. Yeah, maybe not. Definitely, uh, not. maybe not. Um, and this morning, actually, just right especially by the because you do so often just speak the language of banter and humor, right? Even if it was, especially with you, a guy, and you're already talking about somebody who's very oblivious. He just brought a toddler on a date. He brought a toddler on a fucking date. And by the way, let me let me say again, she was adorable. Like she stole the show. But oh, no bitch, one's angry at the no quit. one's angry at the child. Why are you taking my shine? Yeah, I, my tits are what, at the what, table, what, and a five she, year old what, stole the show. These tits wearing? are in their prime. How dare you, JJ? Okay, mm-hmm. her name was Jesse Junior. I was like, bitch, back up. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it was not. Yes, it was, bitch. Uh-oh. Her name was Jesse Jr. Uh-oh, T2. T2 on the scene. <laughs> Fucking this year's model, JMP <laughs> 2.0. So this morning, actually right before we started recording, yeah, this might be the most infuriating text message for me. I don't like this guy. Wait, does he, okay. have, a, does he have a British accent? No, he's, he's an American guy. All right, well. He's very, very attractive. Um. This this text really this text really infuriated me. It just came through. It came through mm-hmm. half an hour ago. No. He said, "Nice seeing you last night, Peluso." Right. I want to be like, take me out of the game, coach. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So that's him. What is it's, that? It's, it's it's funny how when you use names, like, like if I go, um, you know. I don't, I, I don't know why because I was tickling my daughter this morning. Like if you if you started tickling me and I was like, stop, stop, stop. Like you're like, oh, maybe he's kidding. If I go, Jesse, stop tickling me. The fact that I used your name it is like a, a different re- onus. It's a really direct form of communication. He, for some weird reason, couldn't extricate himself from them. I don't think it was always his master plan to fly to Los Angeles and take you to dinner no. with a five-year-old and her parents. So something came up and then he, I think, thinks that he kicked the can down the line to you two actually meeting up on like adult, not kid menu circumstances. And so he took you out to dinner. He thinks it went totally fine because you didn't throw a glass of water in his face or something. And then your communication afterward was silly and silly is not romantic, intimate, sexual. So you were like, yeah, I'll cook you. I'll cook you meth. And then he sleeps on it. Wait, he probably was going to write back to you. He was like, no, I'll do it tomorrow morning. And th- that was that no, seriously. Nice seeing you, Palooza. So he's is he trying to rectify? Is he trying to get it back into a place? He doesn't realize he, he, he doesn't he doesn't realize he's taking about this. You he guys, doesn't realize he's taking it out of the place. Mm, you guys are very with a, without a lack with a lack of of, of a better term. Mm-hmm. You're simple, simple and not like simple Jack from from fucking Tropic Thunder. You're like, well, thank you. You're direct in a, in a simplistic way. Where some we of you have, do play we, games, we, you do we have. Well, okay. I, I think I think women are more understandable than the cliches of you know men are from Mars, women are from Venus. You know would lead you to believe, and men aren't as simple as as long as I have meat and woman me happy. Right, like it's right, not that right. right. We're, I think we're what steps it is, away from both of us are steps away from that. Right. I think men, most men have a playbook to romance and to life and women have a play. It's like women, you know, guys can talk to guys and go, and she did blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, Oh, no way. It's because we, we share a common understanding wiring 
playbook. That's why you can talk to to your female friends is because I think we both have a playbook and it both of them have some intricacies. Women's playbook is just way more complicated than men's oh, yeah, playbook. playbook but make, so yeah. much more complicated for but sure. make no mistake more men, men have in general yeah, but men have one as well of course but i feel like men they're the intricacies are are less it's just it's it's a less complicated way of communicating i think that's because women true. are so complicated it becomes very complicated well you're looking for like the subtlety the meaning within the meaning I'm looking you know, for like the, a little romantic nuance. Like where the fuck did that go? You're what looking the for the, but, you, but you're, you're looking for the nesting. You're overthinking communication. Men, this is probably a good rule of thumb. Women overthink their communication with men and men underthink their communication 100%. with women. Percent. You're looking for Women nuance that isn't. You're looking for nuance that isn't there, and he's not seeing the nuance that is there. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's for that reason, I'm out, dog. Um, you should be out, dog. You know, just the whole nice seeing you last night, Peluso. And and then in this guy's mind, I think he thinks we're going to see each other again right. and have sex because that's what I thought was going to fucking happen. But then a toddler showed up. Yeah. And I, look, I know, think if mm -hmm, go ahead, the irony of children being around because of how they're created is nothing gets me drier. And that's mm -hmm. normal. Yeah. To be no, it's know. funny. Kids, kids, kids are the least sexy thing about sex. There's no doubt about it. And, right. they, and they're the and they are the name of the game. And yet somehow, somehow they are the right. biggest boner killers of all. Oh my god! And yeah. as they should be, as they should be, because right. you know you got to take care of them. And it's totally your focus is different. Well, and but, it's problematic if you think it's sexy when children. Oh are yeah, around. that as well. I mean, see, yeah. I'm glad that my brain didn't go there. You're right. Yeah, um, it sure did. Yeah. Well, you're a father. You're mm. probably constantly worried about it. Um, it's just, for me, I think also maybe because I know what I want mm -hmm. and I'm still working um, working from a place of working on my communication, obviously coming off of two years of not really dating. I mean, the last person I dated was an opioid-addicted motorcycle um, crazy person. Uh, we'll, we can get into that into a in a different episode. Um I think there's obviously a discrepancy in communication and out of practice scenario going on, but I'm also like a grown woman and can kind of handle it. But I was playing it cool last night because he's with his best friends and there's a five-year-old at the table. And I, I honestly, you can put me in any scenario and I'll figure my way out through it. I, I That's what you do. It takes a lot to jostle me in life and it takes a lot to piss me off. And last night was just a real exercise in me playing it cool and going along for it. But man, I, and so then it, it, it doesn't, Oh, that was there. three. That, that was three snaps. It was, it's about to get thick in here. It's about to get real. I'm waving my high school hand in the, in the air. So I drove, I picked him up from his friend's house and then his friend shows up. There's three cars. Okay. The wife drove, the husband drove with the daughter. I don't know why everyone had a car. And I picked him up from his friend's house. He went back with them. He's like, well, I'll just ride with them. And I was like, okay. Yeah, that's bizarre. That's just totally bizarre. Okay. To not so want to, to not want to have an adult moment with you. And I'm not saying that you guys were going to have a quickie in the car or anything, but to just not right, want to like, wrap, to not want to wrap it up without being, you know, um, mediating your your uh communication between two strange grown-ups and a child that's really odd and now it's like now i'm see the, the the thing that people have to realize is you put yourself in positions and now i'm put in a position but i put myself in this position yeah, um arguably he, he definitely how, how, how do you how do you think you put yourself in this in this well because uh, this is okay i i'll 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 take that back because the toddler was a fucking curveball. The yeah. fact that the toddler actually showed up was a curveball, and I could have not foreseen this. I really thought we were going on a date. Yeah. Um, had that not happened, I'm saying you put yourself in a situation by not letting people know how to treat you. You have to you have to show people how to treat you, and how people treat you is a reflection of that, whether it's good or bad, and. So because this is a um, very unique situation, it's, it has to be approached from a different 
direction. You know, I, I was going to say I put myself in this position, but I didn't. He kind of put us in this position because of his lack of communication and, and whatever his whatever his mentality is about the scenario. So then we can go back to saying maybe I did put us in this position because prior to tonight, maybe I didn't let him know how to treat me. Maybe I maybe he thought and thinks I'm just the cool girl that's down for whatever that you can kind of just do whatever. And I'm not going to get mad, which is a very probable scenario, but I'm not her anymore. And so maybe it's a clash of what was, what once was and what is now. And because him and I have this history, um, I feel like I need to say something to him after him saying, nice seeing you last night, Pluto, because he thinks we're going to hang out again. Yeah. And not that I don't want to, but it would drastically have to be addressed what my expectations are and what I want out of life and how I want things to go. And not from a controlling standpoint, only from a, hey, this is where I'm at. Um, and, you know, I guess my question to you as a guy is, would you, if, if say I'm your daughter and I'm telling you all this, what would you tell your daughter to do? Because I think that's like that's the honest advice. Yeah. Uh, you know. And this is for tough. everybody listening. Mm-hmm. I kind of well, have first an of idea all, of what I'm going to do, but I'm interested to hear what you think. First of all, I wonder if you can realistically expect somebody's. And I don't know because I've been out of this. The world has changed so much since I've been off of this scene. If you can realistically expect someone's understanding of who you are and how you're evolving and changing as a person. If you're only communicating via text or Instagram direct message or something like that, you know, I understand if you're still seeing that person around, they should be able to, there's so many other ways that you can signal that non verbally. Right. So I can easily put myself in the shoes of not getting that somebody has changed again, because guys are um, oblivious and a lot of that oblivion tends to, take the shape of let's be honest self-centeredness yeah you know a lot of a lot of guys are which which may be is likely pertinent may 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 or may not be um i definitely grew up in a world where women were raised to accommodate men more than men were raised to accommodate women Mm -hmm. you know i was Uh, born in that world too sure most most of us were but it's arguably still the world that we live in today for this up-and-coming generation my take on that is very um, is very absolute and it's an easy thing to say and it's a harder thing to expect other people to live up to. But um, I would tell what I would tell my daughter is what I would tell you, which is you're a really terrific person and a really rare find. And if you even have to ask yourself, is this person then that's a that's a massive warning sign and i know that's a recipe to be too good for everybody and maybe i i don't know what to tell people when they get to that point where it's like yeah is it close enough like it's you know we don't get to design our partners in a lab and if you don't like the way this one came out you can't just throw it away and start the next one and nobody is perfect and and where where is that tipping point where the 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 you know, the, the 70% that you love about them versus the 30% that you don't, what's, what's the percentage that you need to be in on a person? Right. I, I, who, who, who can say, and I think it's a weird sort of curse when people end up in relationships with people who are like right on that border of so like, many people like, are in those relationships where you're like, I mean, and I, if it's, you know what I mean? If you look, if you're happier when your wife or boyfriend or husband or whatever, like goes away, I think that's a, that's typically a bad sign. We all need a little space. You know, I, I think most of the time it's pretty clear, but I think there are people out there where they're like, ah, there's just so much I would, so much I'd be losing if I gave up on this person. So I'm just going to suck it up and deal with the bit that I don't like. But I look, I can only, you are so much more familiar with the situation than I am based on you telling me about it for the last 40 minutes, but <laughs> based on a, a relationship based episode, but yeah, we're going to, this is not going to be the easiest clip it episode that we've ever done, but <laughs> you're going to have your work cut out for you, Tully. <laughs> yeah. But I say, I say, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? You're, you're worth, you're worth way more than that. He said, fuck that guy. <laughs> 
That's amazing. You just said, fuck that guy. I hope you tell your daughter that one day. Oh and my I, God. Are you kidding me? But I she think she can fucking die a spinster before she's with a guy who's anything less than like as close to perfect to her as a man can be. Yeah. And I think what you were saying before about, you know, having a checklist and, and, and it might not be good to, you know, hold out for all of the things being checked off. I, I disagree. I think that that is the way to go because the more you start to step into and believe and project what you want out of life, probably hopefully starting from yourself, mm-hmm. the more it's going to come back to you in the same in the same sense of the opposite of that, the less you feel about yourself and the less you think you deserve, that is what you're going to get. Well, I guess so, it depends. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, well, I was just going to say, I don't think it's worth it to make concessions for people because you're afraid that they're the only one or you say, well, they ha- they do this, this, and this. They do do this and this, but I can overlook that. Fuck that. If mm-hmm. I end up like Grey Gardens, then so be it. Birds yeah. and dogs are cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. And vibrators, the technology is amazing. And who so, knows where they'll go with the virtual with the virtual stuff? Excuse me, like hello. I think it's much easier for you know women to be solo than it is for men, and for a lot of reasons. It, you maybe know, maybe you can even get some some gentleman dick in your life at some point. I love you know, gentleman dick. Where's all? This is what I need to know. Where is all the gentleman dick? I need to hang out where there's yachts. I need to stop hanging out where people are. Parking you think the gentlemen are hanging out on yachts? Yeah, gentlemen are on yachts. I need to go to marinas. No more fucking in and out burger parking lots. I need to find a marina. You're just going to have, now you're going to have an, an asshole with gin on his breath. Perfect. Is he 80? Because I'm going to shove him overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> well, okay, the checklist thing, let me, let me. It, it depends on what you mean by by checklist. Because in my case, um, you know, my the relationship that I'm in didn't start the way I imagined the one now uh, you mean yeah, your yeah, wife yeah, the relationship yeah, yeah. you're in your marriage yeah okay. i didn't yeah the marriage that i'm in didn't start the way that i would have imagined that it would didn't look like didn't look like what i would have to believe it or not it was kind wow. of the one the one time i was kind of i don't know how to say this in a simple way but no i see you got me now you're a whore oh, oh i was when i was when i believe it or not when i was younger a quite rocking, a bit a, a whore that rocked so hard I was the singer in a rock band, JMP. Oh, God, I can't stand you. I really can't. <laughs> There's something about you that I can't stand. I know. I know. Uh, I, and I got to live with it. <laughs> but it, our relationship started very, very um, casually. I just moved to LA and and I think both of us felt like we had similar taste in food and it was handy to both of us to have someone that we could go out to restaurants to to try out you know restaurants with because it's weird to go to some hot new fun to hot new restaurant by yourself but it was it was definitely not something that either of us went in it's easy to say but i truly mean it we definitely neither of us went into it thinking it was going to be a long-term thing i think every time we went out i think every time we went out we were on like a this buys us one more date you know well that was okay i'll go i'll go out one more time kind of thing you know and i think that that was that went for both of us um if i were to say this is what I think my wife will look like or be like or whatever. My wife is none of those things. If by checklist you mean respectful, sane, you know, well then yes, you absolutely should have a checklist. That's what I'm t- I'm talking about a yeah. checklist that reflects your self-worth. Yeah, I'm not not, 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 not specific reflects... traits, but but qualities. Yes. It's all about yes. the quality of the human and the human should re- reflect the self-worth in the individual. And until you achieve that self-worth, the mm-hmm. quality will reflect whatever insecurities, doubts, or fears that you're living and functioning from. Yeah. And most people don't realize that about themselves. And so mm-hmm. when the relationship blows up or something happens, it's you, them, they, he's an asshole, she's a bitch. It's always the pointing of the finger. And the only person who's wrong in this scenario is the individual who accepted it. And that's a tough love of it, of it all. You know, that's not a popular opinion to have, but that's the opinion I've had with myself and what has helped me evolve in my relationships. And traditionally this, I'd be like, I wouldn't even think twice about it. I really would just be like, eh, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is who he is. And now I'm like, the fuck? Now I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. The fuck is no, this? I no, I'll give anybody, I'll give anybody a mulligan. I think a lot of people who have 
you know, happy long-term relationships do have some story of at some point, blah, blah, blah happened. And I've thought for sure that this person was a serial killer, you know, ha ha ha. We can laugh about it now. So there's no, I don't think there's any, I wouldn't say there's no one deal breaker. There's plenty of one deal breakers in a theoretical world, just on paper where you've been, have been so far with this person, this guy could totally bounce back. But the vibe oh, that I'm, sure, but the vibe sure. that I'm getting off of this is, is not look, I, I believe if you want to talk about manifesting and putting things out in the world, I think it's as simple as this. And it's both personal and professional. If you seem like a, 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 a fun, competent, positive, self-contained unit, you like radiate that to the world. And that's kind of what, that's sort of what charisma and magnetism are. Right. Cause you feel like you have a good thing going on. You're on. I always feel like it's, it's uh when you walk past, like, uh, you know, if you're if you're in college and there's a, a bunch of there's a you're in a dorm and there's a hallway full of rooms and you just walk past one and the doors open and you can hear people having fun inside and you're like, oh, well, what are they doing in there? I want to go in there and check it out. When you put that out to the trick of that is that you you can't you can fake it plenty of people fake it and successfully fake it but i think the best people they really are they really are that way and getting yourself to the point where you actually don't need anybody to make you happy is exactly when you get to the point that you attract people yeah does that make sense it totally makes sense i feel like i'm right there where i think you are too people who are coming at me and and i'm going no before I would be like, yeah. Now I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I, I think those those two things happen. I think you start to attract what you're putting out, and w- you still you attract everything still because you're magnetic. Mm-hmm. I've always attracted a lot because I have this. I'm I'm a magical bitch, and I've been a magical bitch, and people like my energy. You know me. Like I, this is who I am. I I am an affable, loving human being. For it's the your most blessing part. and your curse. Yeah. <laughs> fucker <laughs> <laughs> yes it is your true words haven't been spoken <laughs> it's how bitches get snatched up oh yeah hey, you love everybody and the next thing you know you're in a van oh god the bane of my existence is god damn my magical pixie nature it's what got me kidnapped um i think so you're attracting both but the real exercise comes in recognizing the energy that's going to deplete you or the energy that's going to you know enrich in your already magical self and mm-hmm. that's where i'm at where i'm anybody who fucks up my flow has got to go that's yep. where i'm at in life right now and not yeah and that's, i don't yeah. i'm not worried about being alone i think that's not even a thought in my mind i'm not alone i have friends and i've got an amazing life and there will always be animals who need to be adopted <laughs> I can always work at a wolf sanctuary. I went to a wolf sanctuary in Colorado and I was like, I'm going to move here. <laughs> so there's always options for you. What happened to, I thought, I thought you were going to uh, save chinchillas on Hawaii or something. Yeah. That's another option. See, there's so many options. Mm-hmm. I can have an alpaca farm. I can go do chinchillas in Hawaii. I can do um, pot belly pigs in, in Idaho. You know, there's so many ways to, cure your loneliness with farm animals and well yes. i probably shouldn't say that out loud because that sounded bad <laughs> i'm sure if you look at like the police websites from fucking oklahoma <laughs> and arkansas you'll see a lot of ring cameras and barns <laughs> with questionable things going on no doubt but i guess the point of it all is it's knowing what your self-worth is and when these motherfuckers try to come in and in, in, in mine in mine your magic this is the thing there are people in the world who want to mine you for for your resources they're after your magic bag jesse they're after my fucking magic bag bitch they really mm-hmm. are and there's a quote that i love i don't remember who said it i only remember what it was and it's there's three types of people in the world i think i've said this before Bear with me. There's three types of people in the world. And when they enter a room, one person enters and makes it worse. One person, when they enter, makes it neutral. And one person, when they enter the room, makes it better. And people kind of fit into those categories. Mm. And 
the people who are neutral and make it worse, they don't do that without depleting resources. Because en- energy is a transference. Energy requires a reaction. So when somebody comes in, and I'm sure you've felt it before, with negative energy, it can deplete you. It can fuck up your energy a little bit until you get to a point where you learn how to reinforce yourself enough so that that's, you're impenetrable and that doesn't even start to affect you and you become deflective to that. But they still can take a little bit because of just the nature of how energy works. But it's, and putting up putting up a shield also takes energy. Don't forget ex- that. Exactly. That's a good point. That's yeah. that's exactly the point. Putting having to put up a shield to stop the deflection causes an energy loss in of itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people have experienced that. Like when you're with your family over the holidays, and you're like, "Fuck!" If I have to listen to one more original from Uncle Ted, mm-hmm. who's living in his mom's basement, I'm gonna claw my eyes out. I was at a Christmas party once with an ex years ago whose uncle showed up with a fucking acoustic guitar. His uncle who was like 60. (laughs) I'm just letting all the cats out of the bag on this episode. His uncle showed up and sang originals. Originals? Oh, wow. Originals that never saw the light of day besides this holiday party. You did plural. Oh, Oh, honey, he was going all night. He was like, how about this classic? And I'm like, to who, Ted? It's probably not even classic to your parents who you're mooching off of in their fucking basement, bro. How did the rest of the family oh, they, manage him? Did they, like, have... did, did they like it or were they just used to it or did they all run away? Did you get stuck with him? I'm trying to remember specifically. This family had a really powerful ability to be completely oblivious to any annoyance. And I think that that was their tactic because... Ted was also not all it didn't have all his marbles in a in a in the bag per se mm-hmm. but who does but he definitely was you know somebody who you might not want around a playground yeah. uh somebody who needs supervision adult supervision he was not a fully um developed human and that was so not he, his so, 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 no 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 so he lived at home but it sounds like he Ought to have been. Oh yeah, for sure. He definitely need, he needed to be in a home, not home. He should have yeah. been in a home, and right. probably a music with a really good musical department. Oh yeah, tambourines and maracas. And yes. now come to shake think it of up, it, Ted. <laughs> the same person <laughs> had an aunt. I am just like letting all of the shit out on this. <laughs> So the same person that I dated for years had this aunt. We were all in Florida. We'd rented a home and we were going to Orlando. And if he ever listens, he knows, he knows. Oh God. And um, I was in the shower getting ready to go. And his aunt comes into the bathroom. She's an older woman, long gray hair, uh, smelled like patchouli. You get the picture. Yeah. And she opens the curtain to the shower and sings Bessie Mae Mucho. Do you know that that song but she said jesse may jesse may mucho and i was like clever oh that's clever and she so she's saying like she said jesse may jesse may mucho and i was like "Uh ah and sang the whole song and you never we we all almost all of us need almost all of us need to get better yeah runs and runs and streaks um at i i know i know one person who i really 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 admire because she is really direct in a way that cuts to the chase but is in no way rude or offensive and if you have a problem with what she says it's your problem Mm. And if that had happened to her, like I often sometimes when I'm especially in conflict, think, how would this person react? She would say, I'm taking a shower and you need to get out of here in a way that wouldn't be. It would just be perfectly pitched. You know what I mean? You could wake her up in the middle of the night and start singing Jesse May Mucho to her and she would know exactly how to say I'm not like the things I try to teach my children of how to be like emotionally intelligent and direct and don't play games and don't take it and get pissed off about it, but not tell them so that you can sit there and nurture your little wounds so that later on you can explode at them. All these stupid little things that we all do. 
myself 100% included, she would know what to do if, you know, the, the, the French, I and think, I forget this? what it is. I'm sorry, who was this individual? She's she just a friend of mine. Mm. Um, uh, the the French have a, a saying I don't know what it is for uh, but it translates oh, to like um, voulez-vous coucher avec moi this one that was Patty Labelle don't be rude so that she was she was racist. a funk a funk goddess at the height of her powers in the late seventies what the fuck did you just call her uh, a we're funk gonna get canceled goddess oh, okay Patty Labelle is a funk goddess. <laughs> You ever see my favorite Christmas tradition is watching Patty LaBelle. There's a video of her um, doing singing this Christmas and they introduce her. She's like, it was like some weird thing in Washington DC and they invite her and they no. introduce her and her band's not ready. And so she's singing the song and she's like, where's my backup? Where's my backup singers? And they like run out in hoodies halfway through the song and she doesn't know the words. So somebody's like, I do, so, now I do kind of remember this. Oh, it, I never really liked Patty LaBelle until I saw that she is, she's fucking, she's perfect. Yeah. But I, yeah, I try to teach my children how to communicate in an emotional, like stand your ground. It's really, really hard to strike that, that note you should have. I was We've 18. all been. I had We've, no idea. Oh, no, you had no, you had no, you had absolutely no chance. And that's a deeply, deeply, deeply weird thing. Arguably weird scenario. But even then, like if you're to your point, teaching your children how to be direct with adults, I think may start with not talking baby talk to them and, and allowing them the freedom to create boundaries for themselves. And it's gotta be hard because when you're a parent, your whole existence is to protect your child. So it feels antithetical to then have them create boundaries because you're trying to protect them until they are physically and mentally strong enough to be out in the world alone. So it's gotta be a really difficult balance of creating that for them. But well, you're for 100%, the most part, right? People need you to just have, need, you need to model that. that that's, that's exactly. all I really you know about, about that. And the In, thing is like, for example, they'll say it, the, the subject say of, of spanking, we all know everybody used to do it. We all know nobody does it anymore, but I did our pediatrician actually did tell us that, you know, he gave us like the talk when we, when my son was born, he's like, look, I'm actually still pro spanking. He's like, if your kid tries to run out in the street, like a complete asshole, fucking grab him by the arm and spank them and tell them not to do that. And he's like, and I say this is somebody has been doing this for 30 years and has lost a couple kids along the way. Cause they ran out in the fucking street. Oh. This doctor in fairness, oh <laughs> I, Ooh, I, I fucking brutal way to wrap this up. True. Wait, and I, <laughs> and I, but here's the thing. If you look into, should I, should I, you know, this or that with my kids get angry, yell, you know, spank or whatever, what they'll say is you can, you might be able to make the case for it in very, very, very specific, very unusual situations. But, and this has always stuck with me. I've read this one time and I always remember it most outbursts at children you tell yourself you're trying to teach them but you are having a tantrum now you are having a parental tantrum Whoa. right and so ask yourself am i doing what i'm doing because it's right for the kid or because i'm having a tantrum and it's very very challenging when your kid is pissing you off like i was yesterday my daughter she's in a bad mood she missed her she missed a nap and she was just cranky and then it was time to facetime with my parents and she didn't want to play ball she didn't want to be nice she wanted to be a little b and at one point I held the phone in front of her and I was, I was holding her on top of me. I was on the couch holding her with, with my left arm, holding the phone with my right. She kicked the phone out of, out of my hand. Cause she was like, she was tired. She needed to, she needed to go to sleep, but it was like seven o'clock at night. It was too late for her to go to sleep. We just had to string her through until it was, it was bedtime. It takes a lot of effort to say, you know, you don't do what you just did. You know, it's not okay. Did you kick it on purpose? No, I didn't. Yes, you know that you did kick it on purpose. And now you need to go up to your room and you need to think about what you did and you need to come down when you're ready to be a nice person and say, sorry, that's really fucking hard. God, I was going to say, I would have hung her outside <laughs> over the railing by her ankle and shook her until she but said I'm sorry. But I'm pretty sure. And she did eventually come down and she, and she knows the drill at this point. She's getting, she's understanding, you know, if you, if you, you know, as Pink Floyd once said, you know, if, if you don't eat your meat, how can you have any pudding? If you she don't gets the, eat your meat, <sighs> you're not going to have any pudding. She understands the ropes because we're pretty consistent about shit like that. But I'm, I'm not trying to brag. I have no idea what my kids are going to turn out like. I don't know if I'm doing the right job, but I'm pretty sure that that's the way I'm supposed to do my job. And it has to start with me doing it. If, if, if all they've ever seen is people 
handling conflict in a direct, emotionally mature way, yep. they've got to fight. And, and, and I really want to believe, I really, really want to believe somewhere along the way, my son is going to meet some girl. It's fucking crazy. And the first time she get anybody's gonna love her, she's because she's cool and she's hot and she's and she's wacky and and w- whatever you know she's got the cleavage. I don't know, but she's gonna do something crazy and he's gonna be like, this doesn't even compute. Like yeah. I am going for the door because what you just did is something that I can't even wrap my. You just turned into an alien right there because he doesn't even like understand crazy communication. Yes. You know what I mean? And that, yeah. and if that, and if, and when that happens, I will have broken a cycle. That's pretty much the entire history of human history of people calling women crazy. Could you call Who, me crazy? By the when, way, are you being bought? Right are, are, are you trying to be bossy right now? No, I, I, um, I was going to mm-hmm. say that the cleavage I'm showing right now is a fourth of what I had out with the toddler last night. No, I know you had the full, it was side boob. You side could boob. see the whole boob. Yeah. All right. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.